Well, do you want to uh, get cracking then? Should we do it? Why not? You've written some notes this week on things I've just found out as well. So, okay. Wow. Like well, I'm a reporter. Once again, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego, Woodring North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and as is customary right now, I am joined by the miracle of the internet uh, by the director of football um, at Bluefoot, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? I'm okay, Paul. How are you today, my friend? Yeah, not too bad. It's a little gloomy here, isn't it? It's, uh... it's a little gloomy. I think it's like 20 degrees hotter in England right now. So. Yeah. Oh, I, I was on a call yesterday and people were complaining that it was still like 20, uh, mid-20 degrees C as, as they were going to bed. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we actually had some football to, to look at, didn't we, uh, over the past few days? And that's, that's been pretty nice. Uh, we'll to have a bit of a reaction to all of that. We'll also look forward to what's coming up as well. The randomizer uh, dragged out again, and we'll have Mount Rushmore of players that were absolutely fantastic when they were young, and any other business, and then we'll get out of your way. Um, as always, uh, we want you to get involved. Footy from the foot at gmail.com and at footy from foot on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, and Google Play. If you're so inclined, rate, review, and subscribe. And we really appreciate all of those people that have done so, so far. Our website is footyfromthefoot.com. All right. Well, stuff that happened this week. Um, Where did we start? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already covered the first two games, didn't we? Um, but then, yeah, Friday was when the first game was Southampton versus Norwich, and they beat them 3-0. But then the main event, really, was uh, Tottenham at home to Manchester United. What do you it think? Was a bad game. It was quite a good game, actually, considering there was nobody there. I mean, it, it was. I mean, it took a little bit of a while to get going, as all yeah. of these games have, haven't they? I think Pogba made a difference when he came on. Looks good. He got the penalty, didn't he? I actually can't remember how you scored. Um, we went through. Begwing that's went right. through. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. De Gea made a little bit of a gaff. And uh, Roy Keane has made his uh, opinions very clear about uh, De Gea after that, all of that, didn't he? So. Sanity, wasn't it? The way he talked. He was rough him up with a few punches, make him walk home. He wouldn't be allowed on the bus. He'd be sacked. I was, but Darren Ben was, I listened to an interview with Darren Ben the other day, and he said there was one game, I think it was when he was playing for Sunderland, and Roy Keane was the manager, and they'd lost 2-1 at Portsmouth or Cardiff or somewhere. And he kept them in the dressing room for two hours, just going off on them. Right. Blaming the amount of Lucasade they were drinking the amount of massages some players were having. Nobody wanted to look him in the eye because it would have been their turn. It was like he was moaning about one player who was out with shin splints saying, how the hell could he have been out for two months? With it was just like he just went off for two hours. The whole ground, everybody had gone home. He's a bit of a pantomime villain, isn't he, I think, and he does... Oh. He yeah. is on TV, because it's TV, isn't it? And, and maybe the reason why he's doing this and not being a full-time manager in a top team. On Saturday, the early game involved our Leicester uh, City, and they got, there was two really late goals in this game. It looked like Leicester had clinched a very important win, and then Watford went down the other end in like the 95th minute and, uh, and scored an equaliser. Two great goals as well. It, they were, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Chilwell's uh, curled effort as well. Um, pretty disappointing. I think Leicester have uh, not really... Uh, Impressed, I have to say, in the last couple of games. 
we'll not we'll not cover all of the games. I don't think, but like Leicester's that draw the other the other day was. Uh, Pretty boring stuff, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, it's funny because I met, I messaged Kim to go on a Zoom at half time, and she said, "Oh, don't tell me anything." So we're watching this evening, and I really wanted to say to her at the end of the game, "Please don't waste ninety minutes of your life." Yeah, fast forward <laughs> to the last sort of like five minutes, yeah, and then came along Arsenal, and oof, yeah, they they have not had a good start to all of this really. Last kick of the game, win, winner against Brighton and Hove Albion, incident packed as well. Leno went yeah. off injured after being bumped by. Mumpai, is he called? And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a little bit innocuous. I think a lot was made of that, wasn't it, as well? The the reaction was was insane, to be fair. And the way Guendouzi at the end of the game put his hand around the, the throat of that guy who scored the goal and injured the player, and then mocked him about his wages, but then doesn't even get charged. Discussing that uh, Guendouzi isn't even included in the squad this uh, for the game that's about to happen. Uh, oh, he's on a yeah. Thursday morning here. Arsenal, <coughs> excuse me, are about to play. I'm not sure that he's any good, I've got to say. He, he runs around like lots is happening, but uh, I'm not sure he's too skillful or makes very good decisions. So after that, Wolves got a really handy win against uh, West Ham. 2-0, really comfortable in the end. Absolutely cracking goal from Neto. The second goal, just brilliant. Wasn't it beautiful? Wasn't it beautiful? Yeah. If you actually watch it in slow-mo, he actually, as the ball's coming over, he's getting ready and he pulls back and it's just, wow, what a cracking volley. Yeah, I mean, they never go in those goals, do they, really? Oh, they don't, no. <laughs> Nuno's been really smart in his use of Triori. He made a massive difference when he's come on in both games, actually. West Ham couldn't cope. I don't think many teams actually could cope with uh, Triori's pace and power. Already have played 70 minutes, so really smart use of a uh, very impressive player. Yeah, I'd love to see them get Champions League, if yeah. it's not a... <laughs> They're coming in with a bit of a wet sail, aren't they, here? So, um, yeah. uh, now they don't have to concentrate on two different competitions. I think it's opening up quite nicely for, for Wolves here, all of this, yeah, isn't it? Totally. I think so as well. As I say, if it isn't going to be Spurs, then I hope it's um, them. And to be honest, I'd love it if it was Wolves and Spurs. Yeah, I, I couldn't possibly comment. That would mean that uh, probably the Leicester boys and girls would miss out on that. Uh, the last game of the day was uh, Palace versus uh, Bournemouth. And Palace, are, they're in a decent run of form, aren't they? They had won, at that point, four wins with four clean sheets on the bounce. I think they're above Arsenal right now, aren't they, Palace? And uh, Bournemouth look awful. Yeah, they're, they're, do you know what? I'm not that. I'm, I'm not bothered. There's no fans. They don't bring anybody to your ground, do they? What you want is like a Leeds or a West Brom in there, in, in their place. Or Forest or anybody like that, yeah. I mean, it's going to be really interesting, this relegation battle, because nobody seems to want to stay up. That's how it feels to me. It's almost like the top four last season. Villa played West Ham on the last game of the season. That could be, well, I mean, that could be a billion-dollar game. Well, talking of Villa, yeah, they lost to Chelsea. And they did go 1-0 in this game against the run of play, in honesty, but then... Uh, Chelsea got two quick goals in the second half. Yeah, Pulisic um, came on and he, he made a difference immediately, didn't he? He did, yeah. So, um, and they got a good one there. Both goals was calamitous. I can't yeah. believe they got John Terry there, who's running. And it's like... They look pretty decent going forward, don't they? Uh, we've got McGinn back as well, which is a, a helpful. They look better. They look better, yeah. Yeah, I don't know whether they're going to have enough to, to stay up, unfortunately. Oh, the dog with fleas that was uh, the Merseyside derby. God, blimey, and just nothing happened in that game, really, did it, to be honest? Awful game. But Everton should have won it at the end. <laughs> yeah, hit the post. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dreadful game. And then the final game of the, that round of fixtures was Manchester City at home to Burnley. 
and it was good to see Burnley getting an absolute drubbing um, after that stunt that uh, the fans pulled. I can't even imagine if that was my club. I don't think I would have watched the next game, to be honest with you, because I'd have been so... I know it's not them, it's not, you know, the club, yeah. but the embarrassment of it. Who Who's the company? Who's the pilot? I want to know that. That's the thing, isn't it? I mean, it's all right saying we'll, we'll put anything up in, in the sky sort of thing, but, you know, at some point, you're going to be held accountable for something, aren't you? The airport that they... Um, flew out of Blackpool Airport, uh, which is probably like 30, 40 miles away from Manchester. They have suspended all flights with messages on at the moment. Cool. Having like an investigation. Yeah, well, the police have dropped their investigation. I know one of the guys has got fired from his job. The police have said that we can't do anything about it because they haven't actually broken any law. But that was the, the third in a row 5-0 win for Man City against Burnley. So they got their 5-0 hat-trick. Maybe we should concentrate on that. Yeah. Um, uh, before we move on to the next round of games, the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich got a, a 3-1 win over Freiburg. Lewandowski got a, a brace. The fella's absolutely on fire. He's on pace yeah. to beat Gert Muller's re- uh, season individual record. And Leipzig uh, went down 2-0 to Borussia Dortmund in what was Timo Werner's last home game for Leipzig. Right. So, yeah, totally. I don't know. Does that mean that he he's going to play for Chelsea in this season? I don't know. I mean, if he's out of contract, he's out of contract. And, and then... I know Pedro's just gone to Atletico Madrid from Chelsea. He's left. Okay. Yeah. Um, but William has signed an extension to the end of the season at Chelsea. I heard that. You underrated him. I, I don't know why. I think if Spurs got all of him, I think you've got yourself a little good in there. Anyway, well, we'll, we'll quickly go through the midweek games. Uh, yeah, we talked about Leicester drawing in an awful game with Brighton nil all. Your Spurs got a good win against West Ham 2-0. I mean, First that, one since February. <laughs> Kane got a goal. He looked absolutely knackered at the end of that. He couldn't even be bothered celebrating. He looked absolutely on his knees, wasn't he? And you know what? When he was running through, I was here. I had actually Ariel around watching it with me. And um, when he went through, I was just all I could see him was slotting it wide. Yeah, I mean, classic 2 0 uh, Mourinho win that in it like just late on get a, get another goal. It's yeah. Uh, so first double against West Ham since 2013. There you go. So there was no cup final win for them this season. Sorry, Amers. <laughs> uh, then on Wednesday, big game on um, at ten o'clock was United versus Sheffield United. They gave them a good old stuffing. Really, did did Manchester United? United look good, Paul. They, yeah, they do. And Martial put himself a hat trick. Our first one since Fergie. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. That? Newcastle they drew with Villa. And that was important that they got at least a point out of that because it wasn't looking like they were going to. And then they got a, a, a goal from El Mohamedi off a corner. And uh, yeah, but they really did need a win there, didn't they, I think? I, yeah, but at least, you know, they got the fine spirit to come back in the last minute like that, well, the last few minutes, and get the equaliser. I mean, being so tight down there, it was important, you know, it's still important just to get that one point, I think. It's going to be so... I mean, I can't call who's going to... I mean, Norwich are down, aren't they? So yeah. then it's one of Bournemouth, West Ham, and Villa. Yeah. So, I'm hoping it's going to be West Ham and Bournemouth, if I'm honest. So, yeah, you know, that, that'd be my preferred combination, I think. I would take that one, because we've got a lot of friends who are Villa fans, so it'd be nice to see them stay up, I think. Bournemouth, um, you've talked about Bournemouth, they played Wolves. Wolves won 1-0 in that game. And again, it was Triori to um, Raul. Unbelievable. Will score. They just keep matching those, those Wolves. Brilliant stuff. Yeah, what a combination them two as well. <laughs> that, that combination garnered ten goals this season, so which is the the, the best uh, return for two players 
they set each other up. Uh, Liverpool got back in the saddle a little bit against Palace and give them a good old shoeing. And you talk about stats. This is the one of the most incredible stats from this game as well. I don't know if you saw this. It's the first time since, is it Opta who do the statistics? That no team has touched the ball in the opposition's penalty area. Palace did not touch the ball in the Liverpool penalty area for the full 90 minutes, dude. What a ridiculous start that is. That's terrible. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Liverpool just looked really back in the groove. Yeah, they did. And, um, they only need two points now uh, in order to clinch. Four hours' time, they could be champions, old boy. Uh, that's right, yeah. If uh, City don't win, then that's all done and dusted. And Chelsea have done this before, you know. <laughs> Yes, they have. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be quite amusing if Chelsea do get the draw win today because um, I obviously want Man City to win because Chelsea are going for the top four. So yeah. I yep. don't want them to win today, Chelsea, or get a point. But it would be quite funny that the next game Liverpool play is at City and City have to give them the guard of honour to come out because they're champions. Right. It would be kind of amusing as well. So. <laughs> I think, yeah, Chelsea look playing spoiler, don't they? So, I don't know. Um, yeah. And Chelsea look fairly decent, didn't they, in their game that we've seen? So City look good as well since they come back, though, to be fair. They, they, they really do, yeah. Well, should we fire up the randomizer and uh, see what happens with that? Maybe a couple of questions from there. Okay, let's see. Okay, so the randomizer says question eight. Favourite club badge design? Well, one that I kind of like, and I know it was sort of fairly controversial at the time, was the, the, the new um, Juventus badge uh, with the sort of, the, with the J. I think that that was an attempt to ha- be able to put like that on a cap and, and, and sell kind of merchandise. And so it, it would be like a, an iconic symbol, like the like the Yankees or something like that. I think that was the thinking behind it. But I quite, I quite like that one, I have to say. And there's one, because I'm, I'm sort of obsessed with the, the, the Bams FC account that we've had on in the, in the past. And they kind of introduced all sorts of different interesting uh, designs. One of them that they used, I can't remember the band that they used it for, but it was a non-league, like way, way, way down in the pyramid in, the English, uh, in English football. The club is called Lizard Argyle. So it's like right down on the, the, the tip of, uh, of the west coast of, of England. I mean, for, for a small club to have such a beautiful design, someone's really done a great job. It's like two kind of lizards kind of like circling together. Really cool. That was a bit of a, that's a hipster pick though, that certainly. Ones I can't stand here are Bolton Wanderers. I, I just think that's such a terrible, terrible design. To try and squeeze a B and a W an F and a C into a circle is such a bad idea. I, I, honestly, I don't know how we've got away with it for so long, really. It's, it's, I really can't stand it. It's terrible. <laughs> one of my favourite ones from being a kid was always, I always liked the Southampton one with the tree. When I used to get my Panini stickers, that was always one of my favourites. For some reason, I don't know, maybe I want to be a tree. Do you, uh, do you mean, do you mean, the, the, do you mean Nottingham Forest? Yes, I'm thinking Forest. I'm so right, sorry. Okay. No, you're right. That is a cracker, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, and that's kind of got me thinking about the old Derby one with the with the Ram as well. That, that kind of Ram's just, really that's a cool one. Yeah, and if you have your own favourite club designs, let us know on at Footy from Foot. Um, yeah, including old ones as well. Another question. Let's put it. Let's do Why it. Why don't they Southampton then? Come on, I'm losing my mind. I'll, I'll work it out in the edit. It'll be, it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
four favorite football theme tunes. So that's. Um, oh, you could, I mean, immediately you think of Match of the Day, don't you? I used to love Grandstand as well. No, yeah. I like that, absolutely. Yeah, Grandstand was that right there. It just, it, you know, filled you with like, ooh, promise and happiness coming. <laughs> That's true, yeah. And you, <laughs> but like, so Grandstand for the Uninitiated was a sports, it's a magazine show really, it had all sorts on there, didn't it? It would have a little bit of football, it would have a bit of like racing, it would have cricket in the summer, all sorts of stuff going on. A <laughs> great tune. And it was always fun on FA Cup final day because they would start the programme at like nine o'clock at the hotel with both players. And then they would whole, it was like the Super Bowl, wasn't it, in England, basically? Definitely. I think that definitely equates. Yeah, they would have like the helicopter like following the buses into the stadium, wouldn't they? And all sorts. Yeah, it was a big yeah, amazing. Game. Yeah. yeah. Then you'd watch the players come on the pit. Yeah, it was just a fun day. So I always loved the grandstand theme tune. You can... And I think all of these, by the way, are like stock theme tunes that they're, they're kind of, People just create these these pieces of music, put them into like a you know a library, and then they got picked out. So there's a whole bunch of them, like wow. with nothing in mind, but just kind of like okay, because I think isn't the grandstand theme tune called something like the the, the gladiators arrive or something like that? Yeah, okay, so, I didn't know that. <laughs> Sports night as well is it another iconic? Uh, yeah, that's 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 a cracker too. I, there's one thing about sports night. Always when we laugh, we were doing something in uh, one of the sciences at school when I was a lot, a lot, lot younger. <laughs> sports night was always on about ten, ten o'clock, ten thirty, wasn't it? So you couldn't stay up to watch it. Yeah, unless you were really sneaky. Oh yes. Yeah. The teacher wanted us to show how the floodlights would create foreshadows coming off a player, and he said, yeah. "If your parents would allow you, you should ask them to stay up to watch it." <laughs> so I, what a good teacher that was. Really, built in excuse. All right, well, should we move on to our uh, Mount Rushmore of players who were just magnificent when they were young? So continuing with our Mount Rushmore's of, this week we're going to talk about um, players that when they were like really, really young, looked like they were just going to be absolutely magnificent. They may very well have continued to be absolutely brilliant, but um, just especially so when, when they were yeah, just breaking through. Do you want to kick us off with any of them? Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's difficult oh, no. because there's so many players who are good. I, I have to pause here a little bit. I'd like to mention Foden right now because he's going to be, I think, a World Cup winner with England. Yeah. At, at this moment in time, I actually believe that Guardiola is playing a, a brilliant game with him because I think he's going to take over from Silver next season. He's playing him more and more now. And this guy's looking at least 20 years of age, Paul. How much is this guy worth? <laughs> Well, I, uh, you know, obviously we're in lockdown, what I've been, so uh, looking at different sort of football clips and things. I watched the sort of collected highlights of the under-17s World Cup winning team, like from a few yeah. years ago, like three years ago, if you know. And that included Phil Foden, included Sancho, included a whole yeah. bunch of other players. He just looked so much better than everybody else, Phil Foden, in that competition. Just looks so good, doesn't he? Like, just a really clever. He's really good in a very understated way. <laughs> Yes, that's right. So fussy, just spot a pass, 
it's the, it's the weight of pass I think I'm the most impressed with, really. Messi in that regard where, you know, he's running with it and he can just put it into a, the path of the player. And very exciting, really, isn't yeah. it? England fan. We've got Sancho and we've got Trent Alexander-Arnold, who, what a player he's going to be, I think, as well. Like, big, skillful. Pre-crick yesterday. Amazing. And what, how old is that guy as well? 20, 21 as well? Still very young himself, yeah. Really? I think I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Jaden Sancho. I don't I think I've been as excited about a player who is this young since Wayne Rooney. Right, OK. Probably, th- those are going to be my two choices, I think, Wayne Rooney and, uh, and Jaden Sancho. 16 when he scored for uh, Everton <laughs> against Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. And that Euro tournament, I don't think he ever... I don't think he was ever better for England, really, in honesty. Yeah. No, he was England's top goal scorer. But in that tournament, uh, was it 2000, what would that have been, 2004? I think he scored four goals. He was only 18 at the time as well. He, he was unplayable, really, in, in parts. He, all different types of goals. One-on-one with a keeper, goals from outside the box. And, uh, yeah, he looked scary good. Um, I don't think he ever really fulfilled that potential, really. But um, in my opinion, I don't know. Is that, yeah. It's you know, a weird one because he was Manchester United's leading well, record goal scorer now and England's. Yeah. But you felt there was so much more there. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. That, that, that's the kind of a paradox of it all, really, I think. He's had a great career, but I think uh-huh. probably you need to do more for England, I think, that, to be kind of considered, I don't know, to, to, to fulfill that potential, really. Because he was like the link between the so-called golden generation and then what kind of came through with like Capello and that, that sort of era of England team and pretty useless England teams, unfortunately, wasn't he? But uh, yeah, Wayne Rooney, I think, and this Jaden Sancho kid, he just seems to make good decisions. You know, he'll run with the ball, but not stay on the ball for too, too long. He'll look to pass it off, make a run, he can score a goal. Crosses the ball incredibly well. I think, yeah, he's really exciting. And, and like we say, for, for, for England coming up cool. in the next two tournaments, I, I think it's really exciting, isn't it? Really exciting. Totally exciting, yeah. Yeah. Which, um, you got to mention Pele, haven't you? Because he was a great little 17-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, what happened to him, though? Really? Yeah. But, yeah. What I found really interesting, because people say, oh, he only stayed in Brazil, blah, 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 blah. You know, that's the one thing they always have on him, scoring mm. all these goals. Did you know it was the Brazilian government who wouldn't let him leave? Really? I didn't they know. They wouldn't let him leave. He wasn't allowed to sign for another club until he was later, and he went to MLS. Well, the American Football League, as it was then. No, I don't think it was MLS. He went in the 70s, but because he was old enough then to go, they had tied his hands down, so he had to stay in Brazil. I have to bring up Michael Owen. He was terrifying, wasn't he? Like, so much promise there with that kid. Yeah. I say so much promise. He actually fulfilled a lot of it as well, to be fair. But yeah. he kind of just... Filtered out, didn't he, his career? Just sort of... I remember playing for Liverpool, and it might even have been against Manchester United, actually. He was put through, and his hamstring went. Like, he was yeah. absolutely yeah. full pelt, and his hamstring went. And I'm like, I, I suspect that, that might be, that's, that's going to be an issue for him that night. I don't yeah. think he was ever that, that player, because he relied so heavily on his pace, didn't he? Yeah, for people sure. frightened to death about that from him. He was never skillful enough, really, to be the striker at the top of a three or something like that. You know, he was he was always just a striker in the box, wasn't he? Really, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you know, obviously that goal against Argentina in the '98 World Cup is just kid of that age to put that away with such a plomb. Incredible! What a goal! What a goal! And the shirt looked about two sizes too big for him. <laughs> 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 he got the against Germany as well, didn't he? Which was. Yeah. What a, a member. We were going to win the World Cup then, Paul. Well, or just scrape a, scrape a draw against Greece. Right. To get to that same World Cup, for goodness sake, yeah. 
Mention uh, for Joey Cole as well, who had a lot of potential when he broke onto the scene at West Ham. Yeah, that's true. And wasn't played right by a lot of managers, I don't think. And um, mm -hmm. he yeah. never, you know, he, he never reached the heights that people talked about him when he was 17, 18. And my final kind of like um, notable mentions is Jack Wiltshire. I think Bolton got the best out of Jack Wiltshire when he was on loan for one season. I used to love how he would glide past players. A very sort of low centre of gravity, a little bit like Gascoigne in that sense. Mm -hmm. He looked like he was going to be England's midfield general for, for like a decade, I think. And uh, it was so sad, really, to, to not have him develop into that, really, for me. He kept us up that year. Um, he was absolutely magnificent for us. I, I still like watching Jack Wilshire play. I think, yeah, he does it the right way, doesn't he? Yeah, he's at West Ham now, warming the bench, I believe. I know, what a shame, isn't it? I know, what a, what a shitty end. Yeah, well, I think that'll do us. For, yeah, uh, that's a good, good one, yeah, totally. Yeah, so, yeah, I think we've got, like, Wayne Rooney, Jaden Sancho, Pele. Yeah. Michael Owen, <laughs> definitely Michael Owen. Well, when we come back, we'll uh, have a look at the games that are going to come up this weekend. It's actually um, FA Cup weekend this weekend, so there's a lot of teams not playing a weekend. Uh, I can't, I'm not sure how excited I can get for the FA Cup. I don't know about you. Well, you know what? I want Newcastle to win it so badly for Steve Bruce. Because <laughs> if this takeover happens, he's going to be outed. He's actually got a better points per game record now than Rafa Benitez had at <laughs> Newcastle. Really? What a bloody great job he's done there. You know, if nobody else is going to win, give it a, I want Newcastle to win this cup. That's a, a, a bold, that's a bold shout. Um, yeah, Newcastle, they're at home to City, aren't they? It depends what kind of team Guardiola puts out, but uh, I don't really hold out much hope for, for Newcastle, I'll be honest. That's at 8.30 on Sunday. Most of the FA Cup games are on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, before that, on Saturday, Man United are away at Norwich. Uh, that's at 9.30. Sheffield United, they're at home to Arsenal, and uh, Leicester, they're at home to Chelsea. Pick the bones out of that, really. In the Premier League, on a very early game, is a Bluefoot derby, which is a shame that uh, it's so early and we can't get into <laughs> Bluefoot, but Villa at home to Wolves. That's a local derby as well. Tricky uh, to call this one, mate. It isn't, it isn't. Uh, it, I think Wolves look pretty handy right now, don't they? Villa not yeah. much, but... Um, I see Troy and Jimenez if they're playing and, and with a, the, the whole lot Neto terrorising that Villa defence yeah I think that's probably true <laughs> Jeez, uh, I can't <laughs> even imagine what Troy is going to be like against the Villa defence to be fair yeah no it's a scary prospect something honestly yeah. isn't it? plus I can't play I've got a bad ankle that, that, that's what I'd be doing if halfway through the week you were just putting the groundwork in for like, yeah oh yeah yeah I've got a bit of a fever but I've got a bit of a fever and then the, another game in the Premier League on Sunday 8.30, Watford plays Southampton. Yeah. Can't wait for that one, mate. <laughs> yeah. But it only gets better on Monday in the Premier League. Palace versus Burnley. Yeah. Oh, blimey, Riley. Great weekend of football. This is not raising the nation's spirit, is it? It's not, is it, really? <laughs> no. Tuesday, I think there's some make-up games in the Premier League after the FA Cup. Brighton are at home to Manchester United. Then Wednesday at 10 o'clock, Arsenal at home to Norwich. Ooh. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. That's Arteta out. If if they lose that game, Arteta out. But Although they are winning still today. Well, there you go. There's, that's something. Bournemouth versus Newcastle. Everton versus Leicester. West Ham versus Chelsea to complete the games on Wednesday. Thursday, we've got Sheffield United and Tottenham. I mean, you need to play along with uh, what's happening to Sheffield at the moment, so... Yeah, I, I'm quite happy to be playing them, actually. And Kane, obviously, would have had a good break as well. And um, hopefully we'll win that one. And then it could be the uh, the title decider. 
um, at 12.15 on Thursday. Which, how weird is that, by the way, that the, the, the title could be decided on a Thursday evening? Thursday, uh, I know, right? <laughs> Manchester City versus uh, Liverpool. And are they still thinking of having it that at uh, a neutral ground or something? Oh, it's actually been confirmed this morning. It's going to be the Etihad. Oh, all right. It seems like people are behaving themselves in regard to that being outside stadiums and stuff. But I've heard nothing negative. That's good. I mean, it might be different if it's a title decider or something like that and Manchester is not a million miles away from Liverpool is it so let's hope everyone behaves themselves yeah totally. uh, I think they will Bundesliga um, on Saturday there's very little interest in, in these games I think they've stopped even like separating them out to different times I think at the moment I forgot it was last weekend yeah, so. <laughs> Wolfsburg versus Bayern Munich and then uh, Borussia Dortmund versus Hoffenheim okay well should we have a look at the uh, yeah any other business Yeah, I've got a couple of things. Um, I don't know if you noticed yesterday, uh, Real Madrid played Mallorca, Real Mallorca, and a 15-year-old kid made the uh, debut. Uh, Luca Romero, I think his name is. Okay. He's the youngest player in La Liga to make a debut. He was 15. Wow. Well, I saw that Arlo White tweeted that that meant that he was born a couple of months before the 2005 Ashes series. Which, that makes me feel very, very old. Very old, mate. So yeah. We're talking about Wayne Rooney in the Euros in 2004. This kid wasn't even born. It feels like yesterday. Yeah. And it's been announced the Women's World Cup for 23s being announced today in Australia and New Zealand. Ooh. FIFA, FIFA wants a holiday. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> wow, that's that. Well, that's that's a lot of fun, isn't it? There you go. The time zone is going to be like. I think it, that that means it's going to be oh middle of the night really around here, isn't it? For uh, yeah, yeah, that's such. Yeah, they might, they might uh, tweak the the times so that uh, it's better for like those in Europe or something like that. I don't know. Okay, so predict a game and <laughs> guess what? <laughs> I didn't do that bad. <laughs> well, Nicole won. No, she did really well. Yeah, well, she got the Villa Chelsea result bang on, and then. Four other results to get seven points. I got four results correct, uh, and yourself got two. Nicole got the, the result correct to get uh, for the Spurs Man United game. We we both uh, had a difference of opinion about how that would finish out, but in the end, it was an honourable draw. For this week, we've got Mike Chant, who has very kindly supplied his uh, thoughts on the coming games. He's actually currently in uh, the Czech Republic, or yeah. Czechia, as you call it now, I think, these days. So good on him. All around uh, good guy as well. Yeah, really, yeah. Villa and Wolves, uh, he's gone with 2-0, and I've gone 2-0, actually, in this, this game, too. I'm going 0-3. 0-3, OK. Wolves winning that one. Sheffield United-Arsenal in the FA Cup. Uh, <laughs> Mike's gone 5 nothing pretty cheekily, I think. <laughs> I've gone one apiece, and I think it plays to a finish these games. So I think I've gone Arsenal on pens. One all would be the result, I suppose. How about yourself? 3 1, Sheffield. At its right, at its right. Norwich City versus Manchester United in the FA Cup. Uh, Mike has gone 3 0 to United. In this one, I've gone 4 0 to United. 5 0, United. Nice progression there. Leicester versus Chelsea FA Cup. Mike has gone for a 2 1 win to Chelsea in this one. I've gone two apiece with Chelsea winning on penalties. 3-1 Chelsea. Sorry, Leicester. Yeah, they've been looking lucky in the Cups, haven't they? Yeah, and you know what? I, I want to call it the other way around because I, I, well, obviously being a Spurs fan, I despise Chelsea, but um, Leicester do not fill me with any confidence whatsoever at the moment. And Chelsea, obviously, I think are a better team. So, yeah, I predict 3-1. Fair enough. Yeah, the Chelsea got off to the better start, haven't they? It appears, really. Yeah. Newcastle, Manchester City in the FA Cup. Mike has gone 3-0 to City. I've gone 4-0 to City. 
Yeah, and as much as I obviously had a bit of a rant earlier that I want to see Steve Bruce win the Cup, I'm going 3-1 City. I think it's going to happen, you just want it to happen. Yeah. I want it to happen, I don't think it's going to happen because of this game. I think they might have got a result if there had been a crowd. Yeah, and the two Bundesliga games, Wolfsburg uh, versus Bayern Munich. Mike's got a 3-1 win for Bayern Munich, I've gone 3-0 to Bayern Munich. 3-0. Russia Dortmund versus Hoffenheim, uh, 2-1 uh, to Dortmund, says Mike. I say 3 nothing. I'm saying 2-0. Trivia night, contemplating uh, just moving to maybe like a, a monthly thing or even actually uh, having it, uh, the various different bars that show Premier League football and maybe do, do it live and have it streaming online at the same time as well. I think, a great uh, idea. Yeah, I think more people are kind of out and about. And so I think that if we have a sort of live thing, I think that might be a bit better. Any, any other business? No, I don't think I have got any other business, really. I mean, on a personal note, I've not enjoyed the football as much as I'd hoped. I do find it really odd with no crowd. It shows me how important the fans actually are. They uh, ensure the intensity, don't they, I think? Yeah. You know, it's just it's just a different watch, isn't it? That's all. You've just got to kind of expect yeah. less of it, I suppose, right now. I think they'll kind of get into their stride a little bit more what games they play. Yeah, I think the next the next round of Premier, Premier League games will obviously it'll go up a level won't it with the fitness and everything but you know obviously City look really good mm-hmm. they've come back bouncing Chelsea look good they United it looked the best to me as well yep. they really worry me next season now United so even have a title surge which I wouldn't have thought of saying <laughs> a few months ago so yeah I'm, I'm keeping my powder dry at United I think right now I don't know whether they I think you're right as well I think you're right as well because they've had I mean Sheffield United was it Sheffield United they beat yesterday yeah, yeah. and they got a point at Spurs so yeah you look at it and you think yeah. you're going a little bit over the top they've got a good one in that Bruno Fernandes certainly but oh, uh, say, yeah. Yeah. yeah get in contact footyfromthefoot at gmail.com and at footyfromfoot on our social media especially for suggestions for future talking points we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and now Overcast for previous podcast needs. And uh, footyfromthefoot.com is our website. If you're so inclined, tell some friends, rate, review, and subscribe if you would like to do so. That'd be great. And thank you to my pal David Sangster for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow on at one in 20 Parkinson's. You can still show your appreciation for your bartenders on bluefootbar.com and you can also get your t-shirts from there as well. All, all proceeds go to the servers. Yeah, and I think that just about does us. Thank you, dear listener. And uh, let's do this again next Thursday. Bye. after Rod and I did the podcast on Thursday morning. Liverpool went ahead and uh, secured the Premier League title. And uh, so congratulations to them. Commiserations to City, uh, who have uh, had a very long reign at the top of that division by uh, losing to Chelsea. Uh, Liverpool were crowned the champions. Uh, So congratulations. Just wanted to add that. uh, So it didn't seem like we were entirely ignoring the fact that uh, Liverpool won the title. Well done, everybody. FA Cup and Champions League up for grabs still. And Champions League places too. And relegation. There's plenty to be fighting for. Well done to Liverpool.